1: Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast
2: It's time now for our Common Ground segment. Here's President Biden from the Summit of the Americas. Because we're democracies, we, we work through our disagreements with mutual respect and dialogue. At, At this summit, we have an opportunity, have opportunity for us to come, come together around some bold ideas, ambitious actions, actions, and, and to, to demonstrate to our people the incredible power of democracy, democracy to deliver concrete benefits. And And make make life life better for for everyone. 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 That is the question, the incredible power of democracies, but it's China that's having incredible power now in Latin America. Joining us tonight to talk about that and more, Texas Republican Congressman August Pfluger and North Carolina Democratic Congressman Wiley Nickel. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. You just finished a, a CODEL, a congressional delegation trip, meeting with the leaders in Brazil and Colombia and Panama. And boy, you talk about China having influence in that region, it's significant.
1: Well, it absolutely is, and thank you for having us. Um, The bipartisan trip objectives were to see the CCP influence in South America, to understand what's going on in the drug trade, human trafficking, the things that are affecting us right here at our border. And we went and saw places like the Darien region, to really fully understand what we're facing here, the challenges, the threats to our national security. That's
2: the Darien Gap, which is a jungle kind of camp in Panama. Very dangerous. That's
1: exactly right. And it's a dangerous place. Well, it's uh, terribly dangerous. You know, you've got uh, an eight day, 10 day journey that people are taking from Colombia into Panama. Uh, And just to put this in scale, the numbers there have increased um, hundreds of thousands now, 200,000 this year. Uh, which is double the amount. We're on track to have 400,000. That's double the amount that we had last year. Obviously, we have an immigration crisis at our southern border, but people are making this very dangerous trek there. Um, And I think looking at the reasons, understanding why and seeing the challenges, whether it's the assaults to the, the young women, the drugs that are being moved, That's why we wanted to go and physically see it ourselves. Congressman
2: Nickel, we're looking at video of of this trip and, you know, the kids that are affected. But it has a direct impact here in the U.S.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we we saw a a huge amount of a a huge volume of people trying to get to the U.S. through Panama. And, you know, like August said, you know, we're we're seeing um, a, a much greater volume of people. And those folks will be on our border at some point soon. So they are moving there in a, in a, in a big way. And, and I think it for me, you know, one of the takeaways is we need to strengthen those relationships, those, strengthen those military and economic relationships with our friends and our allies, our fellow democracies in Central and South America to, to help stem that flow. We'll continue right after this.
2: But, you know, when you look at China's influence, uh, South America is the top trading partner. Latin America's space sector and military, free trade with Chile, Costa Rica, Peru, and Ecuador. 21 Latin nation signatories to Belt and Road Initiative for China uh, so far. I mean, they're spending a ton of money, and are we competing?
1: You know, great question, Brett. I think that's exactly the point. And when you look at this region and this area, our neighbors right here in the Western Hemisphere, I think to some degree have been ignored. And you see China competing, they're competing in all those sectors. Um, And out of that can come some chaos for our own country. We have to compete, we have to be president. That was very much uh, a reason that we had a bipartisan trip to those countries, to to engage with their leaders, to tell them that we care about what's going on and that we are gonna be a part, uh, whether it's through trade or security arrangements. Uh, with with their country.
2: You're on different committees, uh, Homeland Security, financial services, uh, but this is a common ground issue and there is a lot happening on Capitol Hill about China.
0: No, you know, and and I think it's important to make the distinction, too, between the Chinese people and the Chinese Communist Party and the malign influence they're having throughout the region, Um, but what we saw is we need to strengthen these relationships. We need to spend a lot more time in the region because China is moving very aggressively. You know, when I talk to people and they
2: say this place is partisan, it's too partisan, can't get done, but we've done this segment now for a long time and more and more of you all, different sides of the aisle, are coming up and talking about working together. Would you say, as in your position, you're seeing that happen more?
1: You know, it is happening. Unfortunately, it doesn't get covered. I appreciate the fact that you're covering this um, because these solutions have to be bipartisan. The security of our country is not a partisan issue it's an American issue. And so it's great to work with Mr. Nickel uh, and so many other Democrats on, on this exact thing to do what's right for our country, which is not a partisan issue.
0: Yeah, you agree with that? No, you know absolutely. And and nobody ever covers a plane that safely lands on time. And <laughs> the work we do in Congress so often, you know, is bipartisan. And 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 I, I think just to for the viewers, we need to underscore in this Congress, nothing is going to get done unless Democrats and Republicans work together. That's that's what you know we have to have happen with divided government. So yeah. that's our commitment, and that's why you know we we did so much on this trip to find common ground and find ways that, that we can, you know, help improve our standing in the region. And there's a number of different issues that uh, that folks are
2: working on together across the aisle, but Congressman Nickel, you outed yourself as a deadhead this month by giving a tribute to the Grateful Dead on the House floor. Uh, since then, have any other fans come out of the woodwork because
0: of that speech? i mean it's been a, we've had a ton of folks that have have popped out of the woodworks talking about their love, their support of the Grateful Dead, and it's one of those bands that you know brings people together. That was the whole point of the speech. Democrats, Republicans, folks love the Grateful Dead, and they've had a great run, a truly American institution, the jam band, touring around. So that's <laughs> been uh, just a ton of fun. Retired Senator Pat Leahy used to talk about the dead a lot, and I tried
2: to find common ground, but I was told Coldplay is your band, is that well-
1: right? You know, look, my daughters love Taylor Swift. So as, as a dad, <laughs> yeah. uh, I might be guilty of, of taking them to, to see a show. I love what Jason Aldean is doing. That's not quite as bipartisan, but uh, <laughs> but, but I love this conversation as well. There you because go. Because it's human.
2: Music is common, ground usually. Thank you so much. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.